Good morning. How we doing? I hear great from one soul individual. Let me see it. How are we doing? Good. I'm so glad. We're super excited that y'all are here this morning. It's going to be a special day. Um, we're just going to pop right into some worship. And then Jeremy's going to come up in a little bit with some announcements. Um, today's going to be an awesome day. We've been praying for it um, for a while now. And so we're just like super excited to see the spirit move this morning. Y'all ready to celebrate? Are you? All right, we'll stand and sing with us.
Church, and uh, I just want to welcome you guys. If this is your first time, uh, last week we had a lot of visitors, and uh, I forgot to tell this. So, uh, if you, this is your first time here, we got these little things you got at the door, um, and uh, these little cards. And if you will fill it out, if you're and if you are a regular member here, if you just want to fill out something and you got a prayer request, please put it in the bucket. We would love to be able to, to just link up with you guys and for us to be able to pray with you. Um, if you're new, and you've never been here before, just sign, just so we can know that it's your it's your first time, and we can see how you thought and what we can do to love on you guys a little better. Um, next thing is is here at Connection Church, I do not want you guys to sit stand still. I want you to be people that are always taking your next step closer to Jesus, right? Because because our heart is to connect people to a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. I want you to be growing closer to Jesus because I know that if you're growing closer to Jesus. Things are going to change in your life. And so for some of you, your next step may be baptism. Maybe you need to be baptized. We're going to be doing baptisms um, Easter Sunday. What better way to be baptized? Amen? And so if that's your next step, that's what you need to do. If your next step is, hey, I want to be a part of Connection Church and what God's doing through Connection Church, your next step in that is being heart and soul with us. And so we have heart and soul scheduled um, in a month or so. Probably next month, we have Heart and Soul scheduled. If that's your next step, please go to the Next Steps table and sign up for Heart, for heart and Soul for baptism. Um, if you're interested in a small group and you want to get plugged in, look, that's the same place to go. Go to Next Step and sign up. We can, we can hook you up with that. Um, and so, uh, also, Palm Sunday is in a couple weeks, and we're going to have an egg hunt like we usually have. Um, it's open to the community. If you have somebody, have a neighbor, invite them. Amen? We're gonna we're gonna eat on the grounds, um, and we're gonna we're gonna have Easter egg hunt across the road um, directly after the service. So y'all invite your mama, your daddy, your grandparents, uh, invite your sisters and your, and your cousins and your neighbors and their in-laws. Amen. We want everybody to come be a part of this. We're just loving our community. Um, if you have eggs, you wanna bring eggs. Get with Lindsay and uh, and just let her know, and she can tell you the specifics on those things. And that is all I have for announcements. Now, the other thing I want to tell you this morning is 
This morning is going, it's not your, it's not your typical service. Some of you picked a great day to be here. Amen. My heart is this, is God's called me to, to be a pastor and a pastor of this church. But he didn't call me to be the church. Amen. And every church I've ever seen, that the whole ministry rests on the pastor. If something happens to the pastor, the ministry stops. Because they've had people religion instead of focusing their life on Jesus. Amen? I could die tomorrow. God's taught me the last two weeks how fragile my life is. I don't want it on me. I don't want to rob anybody's blessing of being used for the goodness of God. So this morning, we're not going to do any preaching. We're going to let the Holy Spirit do the speaking for us. Amen? And this is going to be just a prayer and praise service. God laid four men on my heart to share with you something the Spirit's been telling them over the last week. And it's for you. Nobody's here by coincidence. If God's moving, the Holy Spirit's moving, the altar is open right now. And it won't close until we leave this place. If God's moving your heart, you come to the altar. Amen. If God's stirring your heart, move to the altar. The altar is where you move from being self-centered to God-centered oftentimes. It's where I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this off of me and put it on God. If God's moving, whew, and I feel him already moving. See, often we come to church and it's like, hey, entertain me, entertain me. But we have a God that says, seek me, seek me, seek me. I want you guys to seek after the Lord today. As God has laid different things on these different men's hearts, let it minister to you and you act on it. If God's telling you to, to give things to him, if God's speaking to strongholds in your life, give those things away. Be in stand-up for me. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. I don't see anybody else in here. Miss Barbara, come forward right quick. Miss Joy, stand up. All right, you see these people, right? You ain't gonna move. I don't want to. If God's moving your heart and you're scared to death and you don't know what to pray or how to pray, grab one of these. Grab me in a blue shirt. Anybody else in a blue shirt? If God's moving your heart over this service and you want somebody to pray with you, that's what we're here for. Amen. Thank you. This is not about just this great music and great preaching. This is about a great God. And for us to be people who posture ourselves in a way that we're after his heart, not after our own. And so that's what this service is about, for us to, to get our hearts right and let's follow hard after God. Amen? Because that's what it's all about. He says that my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will heal their land. See, often a big, one of the biggest problems from God changing our situation is us humbling ourselves and seeking God. Because he won't change you until you are seeking after him. Oh, that's exciting to me because I, how many of us are in a place right now to where we've been held up? We've been in a place of bondage. We've been in a place where we need to be set free. Anybody been there? Anybody been in a place of dryness? Anybody been in a place where I need a touch of the Holy Spirit? I need a touch of God. Y'all with me? I'm thinking I'm going to preach right now. Y'all want me to? Woo! Let me tell you, the only way you're going to get set free is if you humble yourself this morning and seek after God. 
I can't save you. Just worship great music won't save you. But let me tell you what will save you. The voice of God. He says, come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. So many of us are yoked to this world, and we are being just drug on all in the mud because we won't take ourselves and yoke ourselves to Jesus and let yoke our issues to Jesus because we're trying to carry our own selves. Maybe today is the day that you take your burdens and you lay them on Jesus and you, you yoke your entire life to him. Let's be those people, amen? Man, I yearn for the day where I never have to open my mouth and preach when the Holy Spirit just falls and God starts moving and we just are people of God. Let's be those people today. Amen. I'm going to pray, and, and when I pray, connectors come forward. We're going to take up the offering before um, the, the service starts. Because I have a feeling we're going to be so caught up in Him that we're going to, maybe you may forget. It ain't no big deal if you do forget. God's going to take care of us. Amen. Let's pray. Father God, we come to you as the connectors come forward. Lord, we love you. And God, we are coming to you knowing. What your word says, your word is full of promises that if we come to you, God, we can come to you boldly before your throne, knowing that, God, you are a God that sees us. You're a God that hears us when our hearts are in tune with you. Lord, there's many people under the sound of my voice who you have not heard their cries because their hearts have not been turned to you. Lord, we've, been, we've grown up in a place in which we think because we said a prayer one time and we, we, we've made this, this shallow commitment that, that we were okay with you. And this, Lord, that's not right. Your word says that those who call on my name shall be saved. That those who obey my word shall be saved. God, those of us that are yours, God, those are people who, who are after your heart, who seek and after you, who are not just people who just have this ritual of going to church. God, we're people who desire you. So God, move in our hearts today. Show us if we're legit today. Show us if we're true today. And show us where there's holes in our walk with you today so we may know you better. Your word says if we seek you, we shall find you. And your word will never return void. God, I pray that we'll be seekers today. And God, you would speak through the worship team in a mighty way. That you would speak through Chase. That you would speak through Stephen. That you would speak through Rick. That you would speak through Mr. Nick. That God, your presence would be here in a mighty way. God, I pray, Lord, that the power... That, that God, it comes down from heaven, Lord. The same power that brought Jesus from the grave would be ignited in our souls today. And we would realize that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. God, move on us today, Father. God, we pray for your power. We pray for your anointing. And we pray, God, for your presence manifested here more than we've ever experienced in our life. God, change us today. God, break mindsets. God, break mindsets in my mind. God, change me today. Help us be your people so that the world around us would know that you are our God. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Guys, when the bucket passes in front of you, you can stand. Um, we got y'all all day today, so I hope y'all are ready. We're going to raise a hallelujah.
standards, I shouldn't even be here today, to tell you the truth. Uh, <clears throat> said I wasn't going to do this. Alright. <laughs> be strong. Uh, we, we've, had a, we've had a rough week, um, but the devil knew I was supposed to be here today, and he was doing everything he could to trip me up. Um, we spent all day Wednesday evening, all day Thursday in the hospital with my little girl. She, uh, she swallowed a watch battery, or bigger than a watch battery, but she swallowed it, and it wound up burning her esophagus. They had to put her to sleep and get it out. And now she's crying. She'll make me cry. <laughs> Anyways, long story short, uh, prayers worked. She prayed for the first time. Uh, we went home okay. Uh, then uh, again, yesterday, the devil tried to trip us up on the way back to Augusta. Sent a message out to some prayer-believing people, and uh, they said some prayers, and uh, praise God, the prayers were answered. She was healed before we got to the hospital. <clears throat> but uh, God gives us common sense. He said, go on to the hospital, have them checked out just for reassurance, just for confirmation that I'm real and that she's healed. Uh, so we spent all day in the hospital yesterday. That's, that's going to tie into my... My little short message here in a minute. Um, but uh, when I first started praying about what I was supposed to speak about, God just kept laying on my heart. 
armor of God, armor of God, armor of God. Um, and so I'm going to read through it, and I'm going to touch on it, but that's not where I'm going to stay at, because uh, if you know God, He's alive, He's living, and He's moving every day. He's changing what we're doing, what we're saying. <clears throat> so I'm going to start this in just this Ephesians 6, uh, starting in verse 10. And it says, uh, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers and against the authorities, against the powers of the dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, not if the day of evil comes, but when it's coming, it's coming. If you're walking in the light, the devil's going to do everything he can to stop you. If you're not getting tripped up, you might not be walking in the light. You might need to check yourself. <clears throat> so when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith <clears throat> with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. If you hadn't listened yet, listen to these next words. Starting in verse 18. And pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayer and request with this in mind be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints Whew. this month has been tough and I'm tell you without the armor of God I, I would have fallen several times I wouldn't be standing here Jeremy wouldn't have me standing here I would have fallen into some filthy sins but praise God he's allowed me to confess those sins I'm delivered from those sins and because of that I can stand up here today with a clear conscience and clear mind and, and speak to you but uh, like I said I, I, I just kept feeling the, the arm of God laid on my heart over and over and over and I just kept reading it and I was like well this is what I'm going to speak on the arm of God and then God said no you know what today is a day about prayer that's what today is all about about getting you out of your comfort zone and getting out here praying with somebody praying for somebody um, I'm going to flip back over to Mark real quick, I was going to paraphrase it uh, but you know that the word of God speaks and sometimes my heart gets confused and I may mess it up so I'm going to read it straight out of the word and it, it's just uh, we all know the story um, a few days later starting in one, when Jesus again entered Capernaum the people heard that he had come home. So many gathered that were that there was no room left, not even outside the door. And he preached the word to them. Some men came bringing to him a paralytic carried by four of them. Since he could not get to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus. And after digging through it, lowered the mat, and the paralyzed man was lying on that the paralyzed man was lying on. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to them, said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven. 
In some versions it says when Jesus spoke, he says, because of your friends, because of the faith of your friends, your sins are forgiven. And Jesus goes on to heal the man later in the story. Oh, but sometimes we think that we need a physical healing before we need a spiritual need, uh, healing. And God wants us desired. You know that song, God help me desire the healer more than the healing. Oh, some of us don't know how to put on the armor. Some of us don't know how to pray. But it's my responsibility as a child of God that has suited up today. I have to suit up every day. It's my responsibility to stand in the gap for those of you who don't know how, who don't know how to pray. It doesn't matter how long it takes. I have to stand in that gap. Because I was sitting in the hospital room yesterday. We sat in a hospital room, a six by 10 hospital room. I mean, little itty bitty hospital room. As we sat in there from one o'clock till probably 6.30. I mean, just waiting, just waiting, just waiting. Just... Haley stepped out for a minute to make some phone calls. And I was looking at Chanley and God just spoke to me. <clears throat> he said, I placed this child in your life and it doesn't matter if it takes till 12 o'clock Monday night you're going to sit here and care for her because she's yours in that same way if you have to sit down here at this altar and pray till we'll play till 12 o'clock tonight if you want to fill this altar up if the spirit's moving it's your duty to be down here on your knees praying for somebody who can't because they don't know how the word of God says that that God hears the prayers of a righteous man. That speaks to me and tells me that if I'm a righteous man, I need to be praying for those who aren't, who don't know God. I've got a direct line to my Father. He hears me. Just like yesterday. I didn't send a message out to everybody that I knew and asked them to pray for me. I knew a group of people who were connected with Jesus. And I knew that their prayers would be heard. And I sent a message to them. And thank God my daughter was healed. So I just want to encourage you this morning. Don't be scared. Don't worry about what somebody's going to think about you. If there's somebody on your heart, if they're here, if they're not here, they don't have to be here, but if they're here, go grab their hand in these next few songs. And you bring them down here to this altar and you pray over them. You pray that the Spirit will open their ears, open their hearts, open their minds to hear from Him. Because until the Spirit steps in, we can accept salvation, but until we allow the Spirit to step in, not going to change. So you bring them down here and pray for them. If they're not here this morning, you come down here and pray for them. Lift them up in prayer. Lift them up in the Word. Put on the armor of God. This, this is the sword. This is what we fight with right here. Pray this word over them every day. And powerful things will happen. So right now as we sing these next few songs, again, I just encourage you. Just pray for those that you know are lost. You know who's lost and who's not. You can, you can see the fruit. It's obvious. If you're, walking, if you're walking in the light, you can see the fruit that somebody's bearing. I'm going to pray for us and then we'll, uh, we'll continue worshiping.
Father God, I just give you so much thanks for God just, just giving me this opportunity, Lord. God, for holding my words together, God, just for the words that you've given me. Lord, I just pray for, for that person that's out there right now, God, who hears my voice and who's scared to death grab somebody or who's scared to death to come down front and just pray God just out of humility just humbling themselves God just denying themselves to come down here and spend a few minutes with you Lord God I know we can stand in our seats and we can say a prayer and it's all the same God if I'm willing to put myself out there for you. God, if I'm willing to profess you here on this earth, if I'm willing to, to humble myself enough to come down here to this altar and show people that I love you, God, how much more will you show me when I get to heaven how much you love me? Father God, I just pray for the lost souls that are in here right now, Lord. Pray for your spirit just to shake them up. God, don't let them leave here today without finding salvation. God, don't let them leave here without a little piece of the Spirit, God. In Jesus' name, amen.
dehydrated before doing this thing. Man, it's awesome to see people up here on the altar. Ain't it awesome when we serve a risen Savior? Woo! Tell you what, this is my favorite time of the year. We got Easter coming up, my favorite holiday. Tell you what, man. Woo! Mm. Man. We're going to be in John 15 today. You got your Bible. Like I said, when Jeremy called about what we're going to preach on, I don't know, it's probably more for me that I'm talking this morning. I want to get more out of this for me. I want to be a little selfish because this is what I need. And I hope you can get something off of it. But we're talking about the vine and the branch. About being plugged in. You know, like I said, you know, we got Easter coming up. we got Palm Sunday, which, you know, when Jesus was coming into Jerusalem, you know, all the Jews there just with the palm branches, just praising them. Just showing them love. He's a king and the thing is coming in to saving from Roman Empire. By the end of the week, they were crucifying. Superficial Christianity. Mm. Question number one, what is your relationship with the Lord? Like I said, I'm talking to myself before I'm talking to you. John 15 is a perfect picture of our relationship with the Lord. We're going to read that. 1 through 11 here. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, as in trials, tribulations, pruning, that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. That key word, and I in you. He's already abiding in me. Am I in him and his power? As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire and they will burn. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. By this, my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. As the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in me, abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. Abide is mentioned 10 times through that passage. And abide means stay, remain, don't leave, be faithful, don't forsake me. How many times has Stephen Bishop been guilty of forsaking his Savior? He put it all on the line. So I said there's four identities, four people they're talking about through this passage. Number one, Jesus, the vine. Number two, the father, the vine dresser. Then we got two different types of branches. And this is a personal question on yourself. Are you a fruitful branch or are you an unfruitful branch? Who's G- and here's another thing. John 15, who's he talking to during this time? This is Thursday night in the upper room. The day before, he knows what's going to happen. He is talking to his... 
Actually, his 11 disciples, because Judas has already left the premises. So he is talking to his disciples. And this is where John 13 through 16, he is given. It's amazing how we don't open this word up. I mean, this is, you have a problem with your marriage? You have a problem with your kids, your finances, whatever it might be? It's all right here. Now, you can go to a bookstore and get some help books, but I'm going to tell you, this book right here is ever-changing. It has all the answers to your family right there. Pick it up. Read them words in red. But John 13 through 16 is all these tremendous promises that the Lord is telling him to his disciples the night before he's about to get on that cross. He knows what's coming. And it's just, like I said, oh, it just hit home with me. And then we got John 17. Turn over to John 17 for me. All these promises Jesus is telling his disciples about abiding in me, this, that, and the other. This is when Jesus goes and talks to his father. And what is he telling his father? (laughs) Jesus prays to the father that the father will fulfill all the promises he just told his disciples. I got Jesus praying on my behalf to the father. Holy smokes. Oh, man, it gets me excited. Woo. About to get Pentecostal. Clear the aisles. We're about to run. Holy smoke. Here it is. Jesus in, in John 17, verse 6. I have manifested your name to the men whom you have given me out of the world. They were yours. You gave them to me. As in, he's praying to his father. Cut to, time a little short. Flip over to John 17, verse 20. This is how it reads in my Bible. I do not pray for these alone, but I also for those who will believe in me through their word. As in, my name, Stephen Bishop's right there. Jesus is praying for me because he knew over 2,000 years I will be accepting Jesus as my Savior. And how powerful that is, but it's about abiding in that vine. If you ain't in that vine, it don't matter. You can have your Sunday to Sunday religion. Like I said, hey, I've been guilty of that. I go ahead and tell you. You, go, you come to church on Sunday, then Monday morning hits, and whatever you just got on Sunday, it's all on sand. There's no rock. There's no foundation. Um, one more thing here I want to leave you with. Flip over to 1 John 4, 12 through 16. <clears throat> I'll give you a minute. Hey, and uh, Tyler Wade, come here, Bubba. Come up here. Stand right here. I'll use you for one more time. Um, 1 John 4, 13, it says, By this we know that we abide in him, and he in us, because he has given us his spirit. And we have seen and testified that the Father in his has sent the Son as Savior of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus, the Son of God, God abides in him, and he in God. So like I said, if you ain't accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, it ain't a checklist that you have to do to become a Christian. It's all about belief. It's a free gift. Christianity is the only thing out there that you don't have to do works to get saved. Jesus did it all. He paid it all. You don't have to do nothing. It's just about belief. You have to accept that gift. There's three things you can do with a gift. You can accept it. You can reject it. Or you can just put it over there on the shelf somewhere and just let it sit. So like I said, with that, I brought my son up here. Actually, it's probably been about two months ago. 
Last time I was standing up here with this little man because he had gotten saved. Thank the good Lord. He gets to get baptized on Easter. Man, what are you talking about? A resurrecting day. But anyway, I want to talk about just abiding in the Spirit. And I tell you how, the, it don't matter if you're six years old or if you're 65 years old. The Lord can use anybody. And I'll make this quick. We went to Disney World last week. Holy smoke. They took blood so we could get in. We finally got in. But anyway, Carrie got the kids $50 gift cards. That's what they got to spend at Disney. You can spend it in one place or many places. Well, really, it's just a few places at Disney. You know, it goes quick. But anyway, we're sitting there and wait for the night, the night show at Disney World where they do the fireworks and all that. And, you know, there's 10,000 people out there for this show. Like I said, the Lord put you in certain, in, in certain positions out there. And how would it be that there's a family that was there from Make-A-Wish or Make-A-Wish Foundation? And the two kids, one was in a wheelchair and one was like in a motorized car. Well, you know, they got these blinking things out at Disney that you spend $25, $30 on. Well, my son wanted one. Well, he actually had enough money on his car where we could go get that. And so he's sitting there playing, it shoots bubbles, and we're waiting. We got about another 30 minutes, and Kara's talking to one of the parents of them, and my folks were with us also. And I think, I, was, I don't know if I was talking to my dad or my mom, and I looked over there, and Ty's kind of leaning to his mom and telling him something. And, you know, I can tell that he's asking her something like, what's he want now, you know? Um, and then he kind of looks at me and said, Ty, what you need? He said, well, you know, that boy in the wheelchair, this, this thing I have here, I want to give it to him. I was like, really? I said, well, you just do whatever the Lord tells you to do. So Ty goes over there and gives him his little gift. And he comes back and he said, Daddy, I, you know, you ain't got to get me another one. Which was just awesome. Because he was giving up his gift to a boy who was in need. But you know who did that? The Holy Spirit pricked my son's heart. Because you know why? He's the son of God. He's my brother in Christ. And then about 10 minutes later, you know, the other boy had came back in the, in the other wheelchair, his brother. And he goes, you know what, Daddy? You think we go get that boy something? You know what? I know mine's spending $25. And the way I look at that is, is I'm proud of my son. And I want my heavenly father to look down at me and say, son, I am proud of you for what you have done. You stand in the gaps like Chase was saying. Stand in the gaps. You feel in the gaps. That's what my son did for that little boy to be a blessing. And my poor mama... She's over here just crying with tears of joy here in Disney World. Man, it was just awesome. But like I said, abide in that vine. And that vine, I'm telling you, that is life in that. Let me pray for us and we're going to sing. Proud of you, boy. Then you follow the Lord. I just thank you for this day. I thank you for the opportunity and the privilege to stand up here and share your word. Lord, I pray for the men and the women and the children in this room, Lord, that you would just make, raise up just godly men and women and Lord I pray that we would just Lord that we would just stand in the gaps for folks I pray for I thank you for this church I thank you for the the men that you have put in my life to hold me accountable again I love you I thank you Lord for your son Jesus and Lord for what this month represents and just for the the sacrifice that he gave it all up for me thank you again for your goodness thank you for loving us in your name amen
cannot be as strong as y'all been. text out a couple weeks ago about what we was going to be praying for and first thing I could think of was the Holy Spirit and, and how a lot of times I get so pumped up and just the power and I envision these things I, I envision winds coming in like in Acts and I can see these things happen if we could just open up and be be there be in that moment and, and quit holding on to the things of this world and and this morning, I got up and uh, it's like God totally changed everything because I, I, I told Jimmy when I come in this morning, I couldn't hardly walk in the doors without, without crying. Uh, God's just been really putting things in front of me at work and at home and things, people around me, just uh, death and cancer and just overwhelmed. Uh, I just uh, think about Chase and uh, Chandler and I uh, think about Cole and, and uh, Ken back years ago when, when uh, people in this church today that I've been praying for and they're here. God, I thank you. I thank you for answering prayers. I'm trying to get to the scripture. Acts. Letters in red. It says, the Father promised which you have heard me speak about, for John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. I'm sorry, y'all. I just want people to get it. It hurts my heart, man. I go to bed at night, I'm thinking... What's wrong? What, what am I doing? What am I doing? What's wrong, God? Why, why are these people not changing? It is not for you to know the times and dates the Father has set His own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witness in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. I'm just going to pray. God, I'm just sorry, Lord. I'm sorry I can't hold it together this morning. God, thank you for showing up today, God. I just want to cry out to you, God. I'm so, I'm so overwhelmed with your presence today. I can't hold it in anymore, God. Thank you, Jesus. 
God, when it feels so good to cry. Because I've been holding it, God. I can't hold it no more. God, I won't be able to know you. God, I won't be able to know you like I know you, God. For your strength. God, thank you for the Holy Spirit. God, it's not a mistake, God. God, I give you glory in the name of Jesus today. God, I see your spirit moving here today, God, and I thank you for it, God. God, give me strength. Continue on, God. Heavenly Father, God, I pray for your presence to be overwhelming and flow today, God. God, like I envisioned so many times, the wind, God, coming in this building, God, and setting us free. Oh, Pentecost, God. Oh, God, forgive us for holding back. God, forgive us for holding back in the name of Jesus, God. Let us be set free today by the presence of the Holy Spirit, God. God, let us be set free, God, in the name of Jesus. God, let us praise you in the name of Jesus. God, I give you glory. God, and I thank you for the breath of my lungs. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Hallelujah. Amen.
about something, uh, what we're going to speak on this morning. I didn't get nothing. I was blank. And uh, I felt kind of like something was wrong. Why, why, why wasn't I hearing from God what to speak on? And uh, he said in a small, still voice, he says, when it's time, we'll supply it. We'll just supply that this morning. thing at all. <laughs> uh, when I was a young man, like most of you guys with a family, wife, I was selfish. I was macho. I was a, I was called professional hunter down in the Everglades. I killed more deer than anybody. I caught more gators than anybody. I did. I was macho, but I was selfish. Y'all hear me. You're the head of the family, spiritually. You gotta let your wives realize that. They want you to be the leader of the family, spiritually. And, and God, while I was up here singing and praising this morning, God laid one of my favorite scriptures on my heart. It says, uh, it's Romans 12 too. It says, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds. Then you'll be able to tell what God's good, perfect, pleasing will is well listen to that slowly it says do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world what's the pattern of the world guys look at after number one do our thing uh, do what makes you feel good don't worry about your brothers and sisters and your wife or your kids but be transformed and that's that's changed and only the power of the Holy Spirit can change you guys you've got to desire it God puts that desire in your heart if you truly want it. And uh, then it says also, it says, uh, by the renewing of your mind, you know, we, we've been, all of our lives we've been taught, look after number one, do your own thing. And the way you change your mind is to put the mind of Christ, the Bible, the word of God in your mind, get rid of it. I always compared it to a, a, an old computer. Whatever you put in the computer, that's what's in the computer. Well, we're like computers. We've got garbage all our life putting our minds what to do. And we gotta do like Paul says, press on. We gotta, you know, we gotta make it like we're athletes, like we're training. And 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 clean our mind out and put the word of God in our mind, become more like Christ. And you guys wives are, are desiring y'all to take hold and, and, and be the spiritual leader of the family. You know, it says every time I read in the Bible, it says when the when the dude was saved, the whole household was saved. And 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 praise the Lord, thank you, Jesus. All my children are saved, my grandchildren are saved, and, and but they had to see my life change. And when they sat back and watched what God did in my life, they knew they knew God was real. And uh, that's what I'm telling you guys. I guess it, it it's good for everybody, but mainly the men in the in the congregation. It's it's uh, easy to come to church and blend in and hide and and do what you want, but. Only through the power of God can you uh, really change and become a man that God wants you to be. And uh, I guess that's what I'm kind of saying. Uh, you all are blessed because I'm last. I'm very short. I don't. I'm very simple. <laughs> uh, but just that's a word, word, a 
of wisdom, I guess you'd say. I learned the hard way. And I'm trying to tell you guys, just ask the Holy Spirit to help you change. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, uh, God, we do come to you, Father, thanking you for your presence today, Father. Thanking you for the awesome, mighty God you are. God, you're just so tremendous. Words can't express it, Father. Lord, I just pray for everybody in here, especially the fathers and the dads, Lord. Uh, give them that desire to, to want more of you, Father, to become God chasers, Lord. Uh, just give them that desire and help them to press forward because without you, God, we can't do anything. Like uh, Stephen said in, in John 15, 5, you're divine. You're, you're the one that gives us the juice, Lord. And, and God, without you, we, we're, we're just like a, a mess, Lord. We just tumble along in this world like an old tumbleweed. Uh, thank you for your presence again today, Lord. Just thank you for what you're doing in this church family. And I just pray you all continue working in our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Thank you, Lord. If you're still praying, y'all keep praying. Um, man, I could keep going all night. Who, who would have thought that you could feel the presence of the Lord without the preacher preaching, huh? If anybody else thankful for the, for the Spirit of God moving, let's give him a hand clap of praise. Let's praise him right now. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. Come on. Come on. Y'all can praise him better than that. Come on. Come on. Give him praise and honor that he deserves. Come on, church. Thank you, Jesus. Y'all, we were sitting there praying, and I kept hearing thunder, and I got thinking about Acts. I got thinking about how this place was shaking when the Holy Spirit showed up. I don't know about y'all, but it made me have a little skip up here. I hope you know y'all watching me praise, because I was, I was, next thing, I was, I was turning around. Look at the rig at one time. I was like, let me turn back around. I'm so thankful for what God spoke to each of you guys and, and how God's been moving in y'all's heart. And I just want you to realize that, look, there's more to this than what we can ever imagine. There's more to this walk with God than you've ever been taught. He says, those who seek me, find me. And God wants weeping worshipers that are after him. Man, there's so much. And I'm, I'm just, I feel like God really spoke to me a while ago. He says, y'all just hold on. If you keep seeking me with all that you have, there's no telling what I'll do in your life. You know, one of the reasons we canceled K through 5th and we had the babies in here with us, the kids in here with us, was because I want my child one day to encounter this. I don't want our children to think, hey, that's your place. You don't belong in here. No, they belong in here. But thank God we got those because my wild man will be able to try to play the piano. So we'll just try. that's why we're doing this. And we may, this may be a, a rhythm that we do for 5th Sundays from now on. But I'm going to pray us out. Let's be the church, amen? Let's be the church when we leave here. Let's be the church. The spirit of the living God is inside of you. Let him loose this week. Let him loose. Father God, we thank you so much for how you showed up today and you showed out. God, I thank you for the strongholds that were broken. God, I thank you for the people that then laid their pride aside, God, and they came and laid it all out. God, I pray for those who, right there in their seat, God, they encounter your presence and you planted that seed that there's more. Come seek me more. Father, help us be people who are hungry. Help us be people that want you more and more every day. God, help us be people who are never satisfied with where we are with you until we get to see your glorious face in, in glory, Lord. God, I pray that we will be people who are after your heart. And then, Lord, I pray that that is what separates us from every other worshiping atmosphere around. That we're people who are after you. God, we don't want a service. We don't want a building. We want you, Jesus. And if you want us to have great services and great buildings, then Lord, we'll do whatever you want. But God, we want you first and foremost. Help us be people that are after your heart. God, I pray for every man and woman under the sound of my voice. I pray when they leave here, God, that you have done something in them today. That they can't just leave here. I pray, God, that if they're not walking in community with you every day, that, God, I pray that, God, they would find my phone number this week. I pray, God, that they would seek after truth and give their lives to you, God. I pray that there will be a, a restlessness inside of them. They have to see what's going on. I pray for every man and woman, God. I pray that we would seek after you, God. I pray that they will be the day we commit to not allow busyness of life to come against you, Lord. That we don't allow our lives to rule us. We allow you to rule us. So God, help us tame the devil of time. 
teeth in, intruding on our walk with you. God, move in us this day. Thank you, God, for the for just this move of your spirit. Thank you, God, for how you ministered to us through this praise. God, how the worship team just ministered to us. God, thank you for that, God. And Lord, thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for such a wretched sinner as me so that all of us through a relationship with you could have access to your Holy Spirit that enables us, that helps us to walk this out. God, help us walk in victory this week. God, help us see you do amazing things. And we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. One thing, one thing. I just want to be obedient to the Holy Spirit. I want you all to know that you have such amazing leaders here. Listen to them. The Holy Spirit has been here so mightily. These people that come forward, you might not understand. Maybe somebody comes here to just read the scripture. Somebody comes here to just, you know, weep. It's because they are burdened by the Holy Spirit. As me and my husband were sitting down there behind, they just, you know, soaking and listening to what the, the presence of God is here so much. So I just want you to know that you are so much blessed with such amazing leaders that God has planted here. You don't need to go anywhere else to meet with God. Listen to them and your assignments, pray for them. When you pray for them and you do it earnestly, then you know that if they say something, it means God is hearing your prayer and he's speaking through them. And if, and if, if he's speaking through them, then you better listen. I just wanted to do that. The Lord was laying that on my heart to say before we leave here. God bless you. God bless you. See y'all guys later.